Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Steve Sequest. He's an author, interior designer, and an expert in the world of Hollywood. Steve, welcome to our podcast. Hey, Christopher. Thank you. Good morning. So I share the whole expert in Hollywood because you clearly have, have, have experienced a lot of different things in Hollywood. So first of all, let's just dive into your book. What is the book called and what's it about? Um, I came up with a book called Get Out Alive, and it's surviving and thriving after drugs, guns, gangs, dysfunction, and crazy. Kind of describes what my is, life. <laughs> so tell us about that. What, what, uh, what is that book about? I wrote this book, uh, started with it a couple of years ago. I had an, an interesting experience happen where I was, it's kind of, kind of hard to talk about, but I'll talk about it. My sister passed away and I was dating somebody and they had said, hey, my, my mom wants to talk to you. And I said, well, okay, what, do you, what does she want to talk about? She says, she's got a message for you. And I've always been a Christian and never really dove into anything else spiritually at all. And she said to me, her mom called me and said, hey, I've got a message for you. Your sister, Sam, says she's okay. And I said, wow. And she was, a, a Susan was telling me this. And I didn't know who that was. I'm like, I don't know Susan. So I hung up the phone and thought, well, that's kind of weird. You know, probably just some false thing or something. About five minutes later, it hit me. Susan was my mom. So I called this lady back and I said, wow, that was my mom. Um, that's interesting that you would know her name and my sister. So my, my interest level peaked up. She said, will you open the door when you said you wanted to hear um, about, you know, messages from people? So she said, I've got a line of people that are trying to reach me to thank you. I said, thank me. Thank me about what? She says, did you ever used to do any type of <clears throat> program or anything? I said, yeah, I, I used to do a program at Hogue Hospital. Uh, every third Tuesday, I would do uh, in the recovery unit, I would do a speaking engagement. She says, well, you, re you affected a lot of people and a lot of them have died. And, and it kind of confirmed what I was did my, one of my last few months doing that at Hogue. Um, Dottie, the coordinator at the time, she, she had cornered me one time. She said, hey, you know that about 80 to 100 people you've talked to over the last 15, 16 years have passed away. And I said, wow, I, ha I had no idea. I never thought of it like that. And so, you know, my, the reason for the name of the book, the reason for the book, was I effectively felt that if I was able to reach people that had passed on and they were trying to get back, obviously I had a message to get out to people that were still alive. So hence the name of the book, Get Out Alive. I wanted to reach to people that in my estimation were unreachable. People like, like you and I were talking earlier that, that society gives up on or they feel that, oh, I don't have time for you or time for your message. So I reach out to the disunfortunate. I, I really do. I even offer my book free for people who can't afford it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> so with the book, I've been able to reach out and affect many people already, which is great. The book's only been out for two months and I get emails, text messages all the time. I'm reaching out to diff you know, different people that have, some people have just gotten out of jail and they feel just so broken. They feel like it's just, Wow, I have, there's no hope. And which leads them to want to go back to old behaviors. And I feel that I give them an option in this book, like, look, you need to work through that. You need to process this. It's all about mindset. 
So with that being said, I've been able to utilize the book for that purpose. And I said from day one, it's not about making money for the book. I really don't care about that. What I care about is human lives. And if I'm able to effectively affect one, one person, I've, I've done my job and I felt like the book has been success. So with the feedback that I've gotten so far and the messages I get back and the people I continue to talk with, I think it's uh, definitely making an impact in today's world. That's great, Steve. I appreciate that. So, so briefly share with us what the story is. I mean, you talk about how uh, drugs, guns, gangs. I mean, you briefly talked about your experience prior to the podcast starting. So let's just paint a picture for our audience in a very succinct fashion, where you were, how you maybe went off a different path, and now why you're back here. Yeah, I was working in the Hollywood world through my father, through his uh, interior design. He had an interior design and construction cabinet, more finished carpentry kind of company. I ended up getting involved with a lot of um, Hollywood elites just for the simple fact that I was doing a lot of their work and being there and, and joining in them. And I learned a lot through that. Through there, I got involved with drugs. I never really thought that, um, I, I never really understood about having an addictive personality. Uh, I grew up with an alcoholic parent, my mother, and I never really understood that uh, we, we, we emulate what we learn. So with that, I, I did my first line of cocaine back in the 80s. And I didn't, I, it took me you know, seven years before I put it down. It was crazy. I, I did one line and um, I, got, I got hooked. And that's very easy to do for people that are uh, obviously have, you know, uh, issues, um, you know, with uh, just, you know, being around another parent or somebody who you grew up with who has same uh, addiction issues. So with that, I was able to, uh, you know, I, I got involved. Um, I lost jobs. Obviously, I couldn't, I couldn't perform. So I was able, I was started losing jobs all over the place. I got fired from my family business and I ended up uh, dealing drugs. I was, uh, you know, trying to, I got an opportunity. I've always been kind of an entrepreneur. I don't know if I want to classify that as entrepreneur with the drugs, but I always, I am always thinking of ways I could, well, I could do this for business or that. And then I was able to connect with somebody who had a lot of drugs unbeknownst to me they were involved pretty heavily in a pretty sizable gang so i got involved with them got a quantity and next thing you know i'm selling drugs to do drugs and then i get jumped into this gang because they uh, i was making money for them and then i'm next thing you know i'm carrying a gun not even thinking about it in relation now i mean i remember when i when it all came crashing down in um, december second 1991 i was i had lost everything i'd lost my home i had my kids but we were living in a motel and i remember the door being kicked in at the motel and it was taking them a few kicks to get in i remember i had my gun out and then the, i thought i was being robbed and then all of a sudden the door pops open and there's like five or six cops standing there with their guns and dogs barking and i had a gun on them they had a gun on me you know and i was telling them hey put down your gun, put down. And they're like yelling back at me, put down you know, my gun. And I had recognized one of the cops at the door had always been very kind to me. Um, officer with Cypress PD, really nice guy, Steve, he just retired. Uh, we, we became friends after all this kind of funny, but you know, he, I know that if my, my wife and my children weren't behind me in that bed, I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you today. So I know that, you know, with that saying that everything happens for a reason and a purpose, 
it all it all happened that way. I have there's a better there was a better purpose for my life. So I remember being tackled and manhandled a little bit, get thrown in this van and sit there with a window looking up and seeing my kids being dragged out of this motel by child protective services. You know, and I had the mindset at the time I was just thinking, oh, I'll get them out. I'll get out of here. I'll get out of jail. They've always let me out. Well, that's not what happened this time. They had a pretty good case against me in it. I remember detoxing, you know, on the county jail floor, the concrete floor. And I remember going through that. And I remember even at the time, we had a drug attorney with this gang I was with, and he would bring us drugs. And there's nothing worse than being high, but there's nothing worse, worse, I should say, than being high in jail. And I remember my, the last two weeks of my stay there was about four or five months in county jail. And I remember handing the, I had wrote all these letters one night and I remember giving them to the guard and he looked at me and he says, does anybody ever want to read this stuff that you send? Nobody cares about you. How many letters do you get? And being all prideful that I was, I was like, you know what, just get out of here, go do, you know, whatever. But it resonated in my mind. I'm like, you know, I, I was, I had thought, why, what am I doing? I mean, this is, this is not my life. I, so it all started to hit me. And I remember uh, that week, uh, another interesting but Steve, 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 I want to get back on the, the point of uh, the book. Yes. Obviously, it's only a 10-minute podcast, so sure. I wish I could share more. But what's one message that you most want your readers to take away, whether they have gone through the things you have, but they're just going through some struggles? What's the one message you most want your readers to, to really take away from your book? I would say never give up. It's, it's important for me to let people know, don't give up. If you're in a bad situation right now, and you're thinking there's no way out, there is a way out. You can get out alive. It, you just have to set your mind to it. You have to want it so badly that it's something you have to reach inside and dig for. It's not gonna come knocking at your door. It's something you're gonna have to want. And if you want it, you're gonna have to try to find it through that via program or a detox. Or there's many, many options out there. You just, you just have to look it up and a lot of it's listed in my book, where to, where to find those resources. Great, Steve, thank you so much for being on a podcast. Where can people buy your book and connect with you? Uh, they can go to Amazon and Amazon, it's uh, Steve Cedarquist, Get Out Alive. And you can reach me uh, in, they, if they wanna reach out to me, they can reach me through all the uh, social media sites and just my name, Steve Cedarquist. Great, Steve, thanks again, have a great day. Thank you, do the same. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you wanna turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.